You're listening to Eureka on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs. I'm Tom Edwards. Daniel Brunt, Anders Paulson, and Nikolai Thompson are the co-owners of Copenhagen menswear brand Another Aspect. Their pieces are influenced by classic tailoring, but delivered with relaxed style and a minimalist aesthetic, perfectly matched by their new retail space in the Danish capital. The trio called in at Midori House to talk about the start of the Another Aspect journey. They'll explain why enduring quality matters more than big logos and their belief in the power of bricks-and-mortar retail to build great brands. Daniel, Anders and Nikolai, welcome. Daniel, tell me first of all about the new space. Uh, Monocle readers will have seen the store in a recent edition of the magazine. I think it was in the October issue. How come you've ended up there? Nikolai and his fiancée Emma used to live in the space right before. So when... He decided to move out. We got the we got the chance and the opportunity to move into this place. Because I think it feels very welcoming. It feels homely as a store. And I guess that's because it was, well, literally your home before, right? Maybe that's why, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we started in a small basement, so the improvement is something you'll notice when you tried our old space. And we just felt like it was the, the perfect combo of creating a store inside a home to get this feeling of being home. We call it a clubhouse. It's not a store, it's more like a clubhouse. So I think you made the foundation for that and made it easy for us to move in and make it the shop it is today. Now, I guess a lot of people would say, well, you know, if you started, what, about three three years ago or three so? Three years ago, yeah. Um, well, the easy thing to do is it's all digital. You can be online. It's cheaper. It's easier. That's what people want. But I know it's really important for you to be in a physical space. Is that about meeting customers is it about being together amongst the team why for all of you why is that so why is that such an important part of it do you think i think it actually happened by a coincidence that we got the opportunity to open a shop and then office in the back room and then we found out that this was really working well for us and then of course we got the opportunity to move to nikolai's place and we had the same like upstairs we can have an office and a store downstairs then we really wanted to create this space where people can feel welcome. I think it's still really important for us to have this personal connection with our customers. And I think especially in the beginning when you have our clothing, it's classical menswear, quite simple. So it's really important for us that we was able to tell the story in a better narrative than just online and, and so on. And people could touch and feel the fabric and talk with the founders. We're still on the shop floor, so it's still us that people talk with. I think that's really important and that's crucial in the beginning when you start a brand. And I think often when people start brands, they maybe they're worrying so much about broadcasting their uniqueness that they maybe go off in funny directions. But it's clearly very important if people see the the garments, they see the clothes, the fabric, that it is there is a simplicity to it, an elegance. Again, was that something that you all knew had to be fundamental to the brand? It shouldn't be too there shouldn't be too much going on. It needs to be simple classics. Is that just an aesthetic you've all always enjoyed or is that something you refine together a little bit all of us always have liked in the brand that the less noise the better <laughs> yeah. and uh, we wanted to create a brand that we would wear every day ourselves i think we managed to do like the simplicity but still have like an elegance or like a small detail that's not too classy that makes it a bit more rough than just normal clean brands and also to create like an atmosphere around it I think that's been very important for us. And I think there's something interesting about the changing narrative around sustainability. People have stopped just talking about where fabric's coming from. 
And also people understand that if you make something that lasts, yes. if you make something that people are going to love in 10 years, that's real sustainability. Yeah. And part of that is just a commitment, I guess, to quality and maybe happy to charge a bit more because it's something that is properly, beautifully crafted and will be, it's beautiful now and it'll be beautiful in 10 years or 20 years, right? Yeah. That's a, a and change. And I think that was the core values for us. Of course, we wanted it to be sustainable fabric, sustainable production and all this stuff. But I think we wanted to also take some styles that has been standing the test of time. So it was the classic silhouettes that we redefined and made ourselves. So I think that's what's sustainable for us today. Make clothing that people want to wear and want to wear again and again. That's and the most We important. tried to build the brand on a philosophy about sustainable aesthetics. So we want to like to tell it really short, we want to get uh, inspired by the classics and try to ignore the big trends and tendencies mm. and then make clothing that, yeah, like you said, can stand the test in time. It's a great ethos. Tell me a bit about personal inspiration, because I guess once you're running a business successfully and demand goes up, mm. you're busy, you're here in London, you're traveling yeah. around, presumably it gets a bit harder to take time to read and visit places and consume different aspects of culture where you get your inspiration from what does that look like now now that things are you know we're a few years into the journey do you have to force yourself to take time to visit places uh, see people do different things do you find that inspiration in music or art or where, where does that where does that come from day to day i think we're really good at taking these trips now we're in london now we also got the time to visit some other shops talk with some other peoples and go to restaurants and, and so on but we're also going to italy four times a year so we have the production down in florence and then we get the time to just go to florence and get some inspiration and, and, and so on. So I think we're really good at taking these smaller trips also to get outside of Copenhagen. I think that's really important to get a fresh perspective on uh, on the whole thing. Uh, and Nikolai, does that work for you as well? Do you sometimes have to, I don't know, find a moment for yourself amidst all the, the, the mayhem? Because you basically kind of lost your house, right? Or you did at one <laughs> point. True, yeah. um, do you sometimes need to go almost away from business to find the creative inspiration? Or how does it work for you? Maybe you could say so. But also I think like now we have like a good base to reach out to people we find inspiring. So I think actually it's easier to connect with people through the brand and then I think we get inspired a lot by the people we talk to about different things and then we try to reach out to people. I actually think I get more inspired by talking to these people than like reading a book for example and right now it's yeah I think it's a good platform to be inspired even without being too busy. Yeah, that's a pretty, it's a tough, it's a tough balance to strike, but it sounds like you guys are doing a great job. But I actually um, also think this shop, it's really, it's a nice platform for us to meet people. There's coming a mm. lot of interesting people and we are on the shop floor, so we get a chat with them and get inspired by them and, and, and so on. So I think it's really, really nice to get a fresh perspective. So presumably anyone listening anywhere, if they're in Copenhagen, they've got to swing by and yes, see, see sure. all of you guys. <laughs> I must ask you a little bit about working together because you've talked about these sort of collaborations and meeting other people. How would you characterize and your working relationship, you three? Because sometimes people say things like two's company, three's a crowd or mm -hmm. too many cooks spoiling the broth. I don't yes. know if all these yeah, yeah, things yeah. work in, in, in translation, but you obviously get on pretty well. How does it work? Do you divide up different things everyone is particularly good at or doesn't enjoy so much? How does it work between, between you? First of all, I think, yeah, maybe some people would say it's not a good idea to start a business if you're friends, but we did it anyway, and it's working really well for us. And then after that, we all have different expertise. So Daniel is uh, more about the branding, digital, 
stuff and I have a background as a fashion designer so I take care of that part and then Nicola is just coming in and helping both of us and finding his own ways now so I think it I we, we so complement each yeah. other mm. in a really good way good that's good stuff well just briefly finally what's the limit where, where can this thing go how ambitious are you do you want to make sure that you grow in a steady way yeah. so that you can keep all these values how, what, what does that look like then i think that's really important for us so we still have this personal touch to it that we grow in a organic way of course we would want to make an influence in in the world somehow in our sense but i think it's really important that we we grow in a way that we of course we grow steady but we have ourselves in it and we're not looking to take any venture capitalist in because we want to decide ourselves the future of another aspect. I think that's the that's going to be the most important thing. How big we will get, we don't know yet. That was the charming Daniel Brandt, Anders Paulsen and Nikolai Thompson, the trio behind Copenhagen menswear brand Another Aspect. You can check out their new classics now at anotheraspect.org. This programme was mixed and edited by Jack Dewars. My thanks to him as ever, and thanks once again to the Another Aspect crew. That's all for now from me, Tom Edwards. Goodbye, and thanks for listening to Eureka. Eureka.